Hey guys and gals, this is Ryan Cage over here at Supernova Training, and it is April 16th, and I am coming from my office today. I finally cleaned it. It feels a lot better. I can actually do work here, and I also have our two normal coaches, Bobby Wheeler, who is coming from... Where are you at today, Bobby, in your house? I'm in the uh, soon-to-be nursery. Soon-to-be nursery, and we have Joe... Flynn coming from his roommate's basement, and his roommates are his parents. Right, <laughs> uh, I'm actually in my bedroom right now. Oh, that's not weird. Hopefully you clean it up later so you don't get yelled at. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Joe's a good man. He has his own house, just him and his brother. Cool beans. So with all that being said, how are we doing today, gentlemen? Doing well. How are you? Uh, once again, I'm always good. The sun is shining. Coffee's warm. I'm good to go. How about you, Joe? I'm doing well. I'm I'm very cold right now. Very cold. Sweatshirts and heaters. That, yes. that changes a lot. But I digress. We're going to move in. All right. We're going to get going. We want to know from you two, kind of coaching 101, what it's like to be remote. And my first question question is very very simple. How does custom programming and individual design coaching work? Right. If I'm here locally, right, I see you almost every day. Or if I'm remote, what's the difference? I'm going to start with Joe on this one today. Tell me how it's different, bro. Um, it's going to vary uh, whether you're local or remote. Um, those remote athletes. So, you know, personally, I, I have a, an athlete out in California um, that I coach. And so I don't see him on a day to day basis in the gym. Um, so everything goes through, through an app that we use. Um, and then between that and FaceTime calls, um, here and there to keep up, it's a lot of back and forth online. So, um, using online platforms to, to stay together. With that being online, do you find that the little communication is more or less? Um, you know, I think on a day-to-day basis, it's it's a little bit less because um, I'm not not seeing him face to face in the gym every day. You know, when he when he comes in, I'm not seeing him on the floor. Um, but we are getting you know probably a couple messages back and forth every day, giving him feedback on his training, um, and then we do get those longer talks um, each month via calls. Awesome. How about you, Bobby? Yeah, I'd agree with that. You got the folks that are, if you're local and you're getting this custom programming, you're getting everything that you need to do in a week right in front of you, and you get it a week at a time. If you're remote, you're getting that also. The benefit of being uh, local, uh, which is Joe and I, if you guys are training at CrossFit PR Star and you guys come into the gym and are able to see Joe and I in person, we have these little conversations here and there. But the comments throughout the week really give the coach a good idea of where you're at and how to progress you and how to adjust you moving forward. Do you limit anybody from talking to you or is it just, hey, if I see you, I can talk to you or is it give me a minute, I'm busy? Well, that's tough. That could be, you know. Don't piss anybody off today either. I I know, I know. So in in all reality, it's it's not something that you – you block off time for each day. Uh, you're coaching at the gym and you're programming, but the five minute conversations do happen here and there. But what I try to do is I try to keep everything in true, true coaches, the app that we use. I try to keep everything in our app 
all the communication. So if somebody texts me something, I'll, I'll text them right back and say, hey, put it in the app. That way, everything's really in one spot. So when I go to program for that person, I can see any messages that they had. I can see all the results. I can see their feedback, good or bad, and make adjustments from there. And that's, I try to direct the conversations to the app, not, not necessarily limit them. Awesome. So, I mean, that kind of transitions us into the next question or statement that I wanted to talk about is we're talking about what we use, myself and you two included, is True Coach. Bobby, why don't you tell us a little bit about True Coach and how it works with, with a current client or, or uh, member? Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's a programming platform. It's a really solid programming platform. There's some things that are still they're still working out the kinks, and it's a newer company, but they've really built a great platform where the coach can enter exercises and sets and reps, notes, all that stuff. And the athlete will have an app on their phone, and they can click a button, start workout. And the app will walk them through the workout and provide exercise demos and show them activity history. So it'll show you what you did in the past. Awesome. Joe, obviously you're using True Coach. Do you, do you have something that you like a lot about it or maybe you dislike? Um, both the both the video demos and the exercise history um, I think are extremely important, especially when um, I'm giving somebody a new movement, something different, something they've never done before, um, or something that you know is, is hard to explain through notes. Um, I can add in that video there for them. Um, it's always comes through in a YouTube link. Um, they just tap the video is right there. It plays within the app. Um, and you know, it gives them a quick little 30 second snippet of how to do the movement. Um, that has been extremely beneficial and helpful so far. And then, um, active or exercise history as well in that if I tell somebody to build on last week, they can just tap the little link right there. It'll show them what they hit last week for that movement and pretty much explain how to build on it. Well, I can promise everybody that's listening, we don't get anything from True Coach. So um, I hope that they're happy that we're giving them a free shout out over here and uh, that we, we actually enjoy their product. Um, moving forward off of that, I want to go back real quick. We were talking about a local athlete versus a remote athlete, right? What, Bobby, I know you, I think you have somebody in Iowa. Joe, you obviously have somebody in California. Do you feel like the remote athlete gets more attention because they're further or does the local athlete and the remote athlete both get the same? Joe, I'll let you start with that one because that's tough. I need to think about this for a sec. Um, that is a tough one. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I will say on a day-to-day basis, the local athlete might get, you know, a little bit more touches in that if, if they walk into the gym and I'm, and I'm at the desk, there programming or I'm out on the floor, you know, they'll get that little, Hey, how's it going? How you feeling today? Um, things like that. So, um, definitely face to face time. I think the local athlete is going to get a little bit more face time. Um, but I think on a monthly scale, it evens out, um, when we have those, those 30 minute calls, um, via FaceTime with the, with the remote athletes, it's a good time to catch up. Um, we can get that face-to-face chat in um, and really catch up. So at the end of the month, I think everything evens out. But but on a day-to-day basis, um, the local athlete will get a little bit more a little bit more face time. Yeah, I think before we even get Bobby's answer, that was considered a loaded question, gentlemen. A loaded question. 
<laughs> you're trying you're trying to get uh get us to piss somebody off, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the listeners to understand and have a conversation. I just like and to I ask hard questions. And I love it. Yeah, the the local and I think Joe hit it on the head there. The remote athlete sometimes I I do wonder uh what how they're feeling that day or, or what's going on. So I actually ask people to be as detailed as possible in their notes because on the coach's end in true coach, it pops up like a Facebook timeline. And when people upload their results, it'll show up on, on like a newsfeed for the coach. So with the remote people, I try to have them be a little more detailed. So I'm getting all those tidbits that I get from the local people in person. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, I think those are both spot on answers. So with all that, you know, obviously as a supernova coach, you're providing the client with programming, you're providing them feedback through true coach, you're seeing videos, you're giving them videos if they don't understand what maybe the movement is, all that good stuff. But do you, do you offer any lifestyle habits? Obviously, uh, do you offer any just kind of a sounding board, right? Um, I always think as, as gym people or coaches or trainers, we're kind of like therapists too. So do either of you offer a lifestyle habit within your coaching or is it just, Hey, I'm giving you programming, I'm giving you feedback. And, and that's about it. Um, you know, on, on my end, I think, um, I think progression matters, um, not only in the gym, but also outside of the gym as well. And I think, you know, if you're going to maximize your, your progress, I think you have to dial in all of those factors. So, so I do include lifestyle, lifestyle habits, things like sleep, stress management, um, diet here and there, just to make sure that, you know, they're fueled when they're going into the gym, they got a good night's sleep, they're feeling good. Um, and we're working on that recovery through those, through those outside of the gym factors. So, so yes, um, I do, I do include lifestyle, lifestyle habits in there. Good. How about you, Bobby? Yeah. If people wear a sleep tracker, if they're wearing an aura ring or a whoop band, an Apple watch, I ask them to upload that so I can see what their sleep's like. And then I ask them to, to tell me how they're feeling with their sleep. Same with food. If they're tracking their macros and they're reporting to another coach, that's fine. I will communicate with that coach just to make sure that we're on the same page with that. And I'll also ask them just to upload their macros because if they had a a crappy day of eating and the next day they have a crappy day of training, then we can draw that conclusion really quickly of why that day was terrible. But I think it's really easy for a coach to program and just beat somebody down. But to – really build somebody up, which is what we're trying to do here, get people better. We need to know those lifestyle factors. We need to know if they're stressed at work, if they, if they're sleeping well, if there's other lifestyle factors affecting that with, whether it's relational stress or, um, nutrition and anything that's going on. So definitely need to look at that whole picture. Yeah. It's funny that, you know, we sat here when we, decided to go down this path, create supernova training and try to figure out how we were going to be different because obviously programming is, is a key factor here. But I I think one of the coolest things that we do that I believe is very different than everybody else remotely or locally as a client is giving them that, that sense of understanding, right? That, 
you know, just being nice, listening to them, right? You know, Bobby, you mentioned if you get a text, you ask them to go into True Coach and, and enter it there, and that keeps it all clean. But I'm sure that you have conversations in True Coach or even via text sometimes with your clients, letting them know, hey, man, it's, it's okay to have a bad day. I'm here for you. Um, do you find that is a good way to build these client relationships? Are you seeing other online programming not do those things? I mean, to me, it's the little touches that go a long way. So, Bobby, are you, what are you seeing on your side? Yeah, I don't – I can't speak in depth on the other programs, but I know from from folks that have been involved in the other programs that there's minimal attention to that kind of stuff, and that's the kind of stuff that will separate somebody building up, like Joe was saying, um, and as opposed to breaking down. So we want to build up always whatever we're doing, and I think that is – crucial in training. Ryan, you use an aura ring for for your sleep each night. Joe and I both use one. Uh, you got us them. They're awesome. And I know I do. I, ref, I reflect on it all the time and say, hey, I had a bad night's sleep. I need to adjust my training based on my my recovery levels. Do you, I mean, Ryan, do you do that? Oh, I when I was actually training and wasn't <laughs> broken. Yeah. Um, so mine I've had for almost two years and when I could actually work out to a high intensity level, um, it was very spot on if I had a good night's sleep or if I didn't. And it came to the point that I would just check the ring or before I even checked the ring, I knew kind of what direction I was going to go that day with training because of how I felt you go check the ring and then you have confirmation again. And you're like, yeah, I, I didn't sleep well. So it's not going to be a long drawn out day. Maybe it's just an active recovery. Maybe it's nothing. Um, but it, it took a while to kind of understand that obviously sleep and nutrition are probably your biggest factors before even working out. And I think that's where a lot of people miss it and they don't see it that way. I know for a while I didn't see it that way. And it was just like, oh, let me get it in. Let me get it in. Let me get it in. And then when I actually dialed in my nutrition, that changed a whole everything for me. That was a very uh, game changer. Um, so I think those are very important. How about you, Joe? Um, yeah, personally, I I absolutely love, love the ring. Um, and I use it, you know, all the time, constantly checking it. But I will say when I have um, a big day of training coming up, a lot of times I get nervous and a lot of times I won't check the ring um, or check my sleep before I train um, just so I can try and kind of not get in my head if I had a bad night's sleep. Um, I'll try and push through, but, you know, if I have a bad day of training, I'll I'll immediately check after and say, you know what, all right, had a bad day of sleep, take it for what it's worth, you got your work in, um, and just, just be happy with, with doing something. Um, you know, kind of a, a nice kind of quote, um, relating to that, that I heard was, um, all or nothing will usually get you nothing. So try always something. And so that's kind of the approach I take with that is that, you know what, I got something in, I had a bad night's sleep, but I got something. Um, and so that's kind of how I like to take that. But, but I constantly take my sleep into account on how training is going and how a session went. I love when the young man, Joe Flynn, comes in with quotes. Uh, it just just warms my heart. He, is a, he might be young in age, but old, old, he's an old soul for sure. 
Um, I'm going to actually go and move forward to a different topic or in a different direction. All right. This is a three-part question. I'm going to start with Bobby first. Bobby, first and foremost, um, on this three-part question, the first thing is, is how is, uh, I'm sorry, why would I want an individual design from a coach? That's number one. Is this different than personal training? Number two. And then obviously if I'm not there, how do you watch me work out? All right. So I want to know why I want it. I want to know if it's the same as personal training. And then how do you watch me work out if I'm not around you? All right. So you'd want it because you're trying to dial in something that you're not getting elsewhere. Group fitness is amazing. CrossFit is built on group fitness. The group fitness classes at PR Star are, are awesome. But a lot of times people have specific individual goals, whether it's to compete or whether it's to dial in one aspect of their fitness or work on something in particular. And we actually complement the classes. So people do group classes and we'll program uh, to complement that. So that's, that's where you'd fall in if you're looking for programming. I do a lot of personal training with folks and it is very different. In-person personal training, you're working for an hour, maybe two to three times a week with, an, with a person. And you're getting in-person touches. Um, so we're walking you through a workout. I'm telling you what to do, when to do it, adjusting your form right there in person. And programming, you don't get that. You do get the video review. So that's like, how how do you see me work out? So I, I ask for videos a lot. And I know people probably feel silly always setting up their camera in the gym. And I, they're probably their storage space is probably really full on their phone. But it's super helpful. So I'm able to see the the 20 second lift and able to give them feedback. It's not in real time, but it's afterwards. And I've had a lot of people that have asked for programming um, that are local that I've recommended that they do personal training first. And Megan Belger was one of these people where I had her do five sessions of personal training just because I, I know that she need, I knew that she needed those hands-on fixes prior to going to remote. And then since then she has strived on remote. Awesome. Awesome. I like, I like to hear that it's not just one path, right? You no, you have to do custom programming or no, you have to do group training or no, this is, you have to do personal training, right? There, there's different paths for everybody. And I think for a long time, even in the, well, a long time in the CrossFit world, which is still pretty young, it was, it was drilled into most of us like, Hey, it's group training, group training, group training. This is how it is. And, um, I'm, I'm happy to see over the past two, two and a half years, PR star has drifted away from that. And we just have different offerings, Joe. So with you, you know, once again, why would I, if I wanted to do custom programming with you, why do I want that? Right. Is it, is it personal training with you and, and not with Bobby? And then is there a different way that you're interacting or watching, uh, your clients, or even a hypothetical client that, that may not be with you at all times. Um, right. So somebody would want custom programming or individual design if if they're looking for more, right? If, if you have a specific goal in mind, um, even if it's just to get fitter or, you know, look better in the mirror, um, whatever your goal is, if you're looking for something a little bit more, something a little bit, um, I, would, I would say, more all-encompassing, 
right? So you're getting your strength work, you're getting your metcons, you're getting your accessory work, um, but you're also getting, like we touched on before, those lifestyle factors that that outside of the gym help, um, that's going to help kind of push the needle a little bit further. Um, so I think that would be that would be kind of the main reason you're looking for custom programming is somebody that's just looking for a little bit more. Um, and like Bobby said, you know, we can, we can set it to, um, a company or complement the, the class programming or the, the group classes. Um, if that's something that, that the athlete really enjoys, but, um, you know, even with that, you're getting more, right. You're doing a little bit more and you're getting that outside the gym help. Um, so, so definitely somebody that just wants more from their training. Um, in terms of the difference between this and personal training, um, with custom programming, y- you're not having that one-on-one hour session in the gym together with that immediate feedback. Um, with that being said, though, with the video review, um, with the notes in True Coach, we're able to provide that feedback that you would get from a personal training session. It's just coming with a little bit of a time lag, right? So um, I ask all of my clients for videos of their lifts, um, and you know I'll ask for them from specific angles. Film yourself from the front view for your for your for your back squats, um, so I can watch if the knees are coming in. Or film yourself from the side view on your cleans so I can check your back angle, right? Um, so I'm getting those specific angle videos so I can I can assess um, and then add in cues. So I'll use that then to add cues in for their next week's programming. So for their cleans, you know, I might add in the notes, squeeze the shoulder blades, you know, um, hips and knees or hips and shoulders rise together, things like that. So they have that, they see the note before they go to do the lift. Um, and they can keep that cue in mind as they go through it. But, um, in terms of the difference between personal training, it's, it's just somewhat of a time lag, right? Um, but I would, I would say it is to a certain degree, a little bit more of a cost effective form of personal training, um, in that sense. So, um, that's kind of the difference there. Um, and then, yeah, I, we watch everybody through, through videos, um, that are posted through true coach and, and those get watched on a daily basis when they're uploaded. Awesome. Um, I think that's, that's great. I like the fact that you're asking them to videotape in different angles so you can kind of see where, you know, arms are, hips are doing whatever that might be doing and, and so forth and so forth. I think that that's a really good way to help move that athlete forward with maybe some of the issues that they have without actually being there and on top of them. Um, well guys, you know, we kind of gone through a lot of the questions that I've had today, you know, how and why, uh, custom programming works. I wanted to know more of, you know, the lifestyle habits and what you guys are doing that. And I think it's pretty cool that you're asking, um, different clients to tell us their sleep or what their macros are, because there are a lot of programs out there. And, you know, once again, I'm not here to knock other programs. What I'm here to just say is how we're different. Um, there are other programs out here that provide the feedback. They might be able to look at a video or two, and sometimes that individual could be lost in the shuffle. Um, and, you know, obviously we're new and young, but young in the sense of 
age that supernova training has been around, not young as in young. Um, but it, it, it is something that we want to do is we want to have a lot of interaction and understanding of our members and clients. So Bobby, is there anything that you want to add about kind of just remote coaching one-on-one and how we do things on the supernova side? Yeah. Uh, I think your people are their own harshest critic and this is just speaking on the importance of a coach. So you're your own harshest critic. And I've also found that CrossFit athletes are highly irresponsible with training when it comes, when they're left to their own devices. So me, me, for example, like I would love to just lift heavy all the time. And if I didn't have someone telling me, Hey, slow down or like, uh, you know, Ryan saying, Hey, you need to back off a little bit. You need a rest day. You need a recovery week. Then I would continue to train to a point where that it just wasn't sustainable. So I think that speaks to the importance of a coach, having somebody that can tell you, Hey, it's time to back down. It's time to back off. I've noticed a drop in your performance. So therefore you're going to get a deload week. So things like that are really important to an athlete's progression, which is why it's super important to have a coach. But um, yeah, the, the current athletes that I'm working with are doing a great job of, of updating me on their lifestyle habits, especially during this time of COVID. So we've, uh, we've made some adjustments, especially with some stress levels and some sleep schedules, but they've been doing a great job. So if you guys are listening to this and, uh, you're one of my athletes, just keep it up. Joseph. Yeah, I think, um, you know, going off of what Bobby said on the importance of having a coach, I think another, another very nice factor of it is it, it, it takes, um, it takes the athletes stress out of, out of training to a large degree. So everything is handled for you, right? You're getting your program hand delivered. Um, we are worrying about your results, um, and making adjustments based on that. It's, it's, it's nothing that you have to worry about yourself as an athlete in that, you know, you don't have to get to the gym and decide what you're going to do that day. You don't have to review your own lifts, um, after sessions, or you don't have to scour the internet for articles on how to improve your snatch or your clean, right? We are your resource for that. And we're there to provide that for you. Um, so, to a large extent, it, it takes the athlete's stress, um, and the excess work that an athlete would have to do, um, to get that kind of same service for themselves. It takes that out of, out of the equation for them. So, um, I think it's, it's to a certain degree, a stress saver and a time saver for the athlete. Awesome. I think that's great. I think you guys are doing a great job and continuing going down that path and and all that good stuff. So with all that being said, and I think who's ever listened to either this podcast or another one that I'm on, I always like to end it with something fun or a little bit more personable. So with that being said, I'll start with Joe. Joe, if you had to eat one candy for the rest of your life, what kind of candy is that? Um, You know, just because it's on the mind with 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 Easter just being last weekend, jelly beans. Jelly beans. Black jelly beans and, as well or no? Any flavor. The the giant Costco tub of them. Well, I just want you to know you've been judged because black jelly beans are disgusting. <laughs> um, and 
you know, I'm sure a friend of ours will listen to this and I'll let her know black jelly beans are disgusting as well. Wait, does um, she like them? Was that what that was about? She likes them? Oh, yeah. Oh, my uh, God. How about you, Bobby? What, huh? what, kind of, what kind of candy would you eat for the rest of your life? You only get one. Apparently, only get one. Those oh. are friggin' jelly beans. Yeah, dude, they're good. You get like 50-something flavors. All right, well. I'm it's true. You do have a lot of flavor oh. options. That's a good move, Joe. I like that. You're thinking. Okay. I'm going to go with Milky Way. Mil- Milky Way? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> grandma over here? Dang, there's so much judgment on this candy stuff. <laughs> yeah, you guys are both wrong. The answer, the right answer is egg-shaped Reese's Cups frozen. Just oh, now you're trying to kill me. Well, it's not my fault you were born with a peanut allergy. <laughs> so, Joe, I like um, your answer better. Utility. So, All right, guys and gals. Well, we loved having you today, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace.